The words of an embittered father are more powerful than a son's conscience. Even twenty years after his death, the man's hurricane force of will continued to generate fear and love within me, and it endured no defiance. The echoes of his angry mutters and caterwauls thrust aside my character, decency, my pride, and even my regrets. Take care of your brother. All that was left in its wake was Danny. As thunder mounted in the west, I stood at the door of my trailer, staring out at my brother's blue 72 ragtop Mustang. It had been my father's muscle car, driven back in his youth when the world opened wide through his windshield and thoughts of a needy wife and bawling children never crossed his mind. He drove the cops and his parents crazy with his lead-footed shenanigans. He spent a lot of weekends behind bars. He tallied up pink slips and garnered local race trophies by the dozens in that car. He stored his awards in glass cases all around the house, until my mother, sick of looking at them and hearing his time-blunted stories, told him to pack them all up and stick them in the garage. I learned to drive in that Mustang. He blurted orders at me as I nervously buckled the seatbelt on and adjusted the mirrors, aware of the car's history and its significance to my old man. To dent it would be like knifing my father in the kidney. To wreck it was to wreck him and myself. The first few lessons I never topped thirty-five. We grannied around parking lots and up and down dead-end streets. If I scuffed the tires on the curb while parallel parking, he docked my allowance. The fact that he didn't give me an allowance didn't seem to come into play.